You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, Tanarabonon, the Bryce says, Mivorchen bir, two lines from the bottom of Zion and Bebez, Mivorchen birchat chatanim basaro, Mivorchen birchat chasanim basaro. Okay. We already knew that, right? That we already knew from another Bryce that you need 10 people. But what we see here is kol shiva. That it's not just, um, you know, um, here we see clearly that it's seven days. We talked about it before, from the Amaroyim, now we have a Bryce that clearly says that it extends seven days. The Brocha extends seven days, and it needs the same ten, the same idea of ten people. So many, um, you know. Before we move on on this, I, I could tell you that, um, you know, I, I find it uh, so strange. Of course, in COVID, every nothing really happens normally. But before COVID, we had this idea of. You know, people would make a Sheva Brachas. So, oh, let's go find the 10th person. You know, let's go find someone so we can do the Sheva Brachas. And then some straggler would come in, some person who wasn't invited. Oh, there's a guy who lives up the street. Just recently, in fact, it happened to us. Uh, you know, it was a horribly rainy night and somebody came over in the rain because there was a Sheva Brachas across the street. And again, you know, you, you sort of, uh, you know, why wasn't, you know, I, I, I sort of wonder about this because it's so artificial. I, you're not, I wouldn't have invited you to the meal, but, you know, I got to do the Sheva brachas, so can you just be a warm body and represent Mr. Ten? I don't think that's what Chazal are talking about. I think what Chazal, it's clear what they're talking about is, is that, you know, this, uh, the significance of doing it, of having the ten people invited, to just call someone in to make the bracha, to me, is is, is completely counter. Uh, or or we, can we learn that it's for, like kind of like the Pursumi Nisa of, you know, it's for, for it's to publicize this union. And uh, but, but, but that's happened already, Sheila. This is the union happened. We had the 10 people there. But now we're saying that through the seven days, the messages that the Chassan needs to hear, like the Ron says, or like the Ritual says, the messages they both need to hear, the ideas of the Brocha. We talked yesterday how from the Tosis Rid that it makes it special when you actually invoke God's name and that it creates a greater sense of Simcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's all true. Okay. So, you know, spend the extra money, you know, get the people here in advance. Right. In other words, you know, in other is, words, it like is it like you can pull someone off the street because you need to dive in Mincha, you know? Right. But it isn't that you see, it's not the idea of okay, you need to dive in there. You, you, you create the, 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 the occasion and have everybody there. In other words, don't go cheap on it. Invite somebody there, bring the person there for it. And then you don't have this thing of, Oh no, Oh, we don't have 10 people. We can't do this Sheva Brachas. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's insulting, you know, to, 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 you know, to schlep somebody. It's one thing I understand the minion, the person's in Oville, he needs to say Kaddish. Here, the whole point is really you're part of something and we want you to be part of something. And the, the benching where the Sheva Brachas is said is based on the idea that you all shared this meal together that we did in honor of this couple. And it's sort of like the crescendo or the, the great, you know, the great uh, climax of what the evening has been. It just calls somebody in. Okay. Now we've got our 10th person. The guy's sitting there looking at his watch and saying, I wonder when this is going to end. That is really, I think it's 
it's it's it's Ill, it's it's completely um, illogical, uh, and if not illogical, it's definitely insensitive uh, to the people that are being called in. Well, anyway, <laughs> you've never experienced it being a woman, but I can tell you that uh, you know, I, I I I would go, but I I, I think it, it it runs counter. Not that I needed to be invited, but why don't you just scratch your head and create a greater guest list? I think that's really the the, the better way. Anyway. But anyway, so it's Mavorach and Berachas Chasan and Masara Kol Shiva. V'Amar of Yehud and this the Amar of Yehud says, but you need Panam Chadoshos. And this, of course, is a very a key term. Most people know about weddings and marriages. Know about oh, who's the Panam Chadoshos? So let's take a look at Rashi. Rashi says, Vushabo El Hamishte, right? Not somebody who like you schlep in at the end. He's there at the mishta. Now we know what a mishta means, right? We're going to be talking about it. Purim's coming up. Mishta is a meal. The Malbim explains that's built around the drink. Doesn't mean that all they do is drink, mm-hmm. but it means that 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 the significance is you know that, that, that there's the happiness, there's the inhibition that uh, of the drinking. But of course, there's a meal. It's a mishta. It isn't just, you know, the monks solemnly eating and, okay, now that you have your nutrition, go and do your work for God. The Mishta is an event. Of course there's food. And the drink is there to sort of like create the, the background, the, to, to fill it in, to create the good spirit. And they're there at the Mishta. Mm-hmm. So who's there at this Mishta? That supports your, um, you shouldn't just... That's right. They've invited people for dessert to make a minion, so they're part of. Part of the yeah, okay, I guess that's part of the mishnah as well. It's all phony. Okay, look, it's all phony. <laughs> it's, it's all phony. It's cheap. It's phony, and it's just like okay, that's not what Chazal had in mind. I understand. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, of course, but we saw yesterday in the Shulchan Aruch, you were there when we were learning uh, the various coolest that we have because of lack of parnasa today. How you're allowed to go out to work during the nine days, and nobody has money, and you have to. So I understand this idea of being, you know, slimmed down. But you know what? They, take a look and see what they paid for the caterer and everything else that was going on. You know, all the other events that have been uh, that the money has been flowing like, like like wine, I guess, in, in, in ancient Rome. I mean, so I, I think it's sort of short-sighted. Um, anyway, so let's see. So anyway, what is Panam Chadoshos? Rashi says, So Rashi says, it, it only goes on seven days if there are people that weren't there the day before. Does that mean one person? You could imply that from Rashi, one person. So there's one person who wasn't there the day before. So every day you need someone who wasn't. This implies that you wouldn't have Shavar Brachas if you only had the same people. Right. Now, we'll see why, what the Svari is here. And Tosus is going to explain. Rashi didn't give us the explanation. Um, Let's take a look at the whole idea of Panam Chadoshus then. Okay. So let's take a look. A beautiful Tosus here at the bottom. Um. So, who shabo panam chadoshos? Omari, the panam chadoshos, 
אין קורא אלא בבני אדם שמרבים בשבילם השמחה יוסר. It's not just someone who hasn't been there, in which you get the impression from Rashi, right? They weren't there yesterday. That's the whole point. That's the definition. I'm new. I wasn't here yesterday. Okay. There's a reason. <laughs> We don't even like you. <laughs> okay. No. But here so are the... About like a chash of his guest who could only arrive today. Right. Or, as, as Tosu says, B'nai Adam shemarbim I would say no what I would say more in the line what you said earlier somebody who was wow in other words for example if there's somebody who couldn't make the wedding but okay you know he was what the standard guests we're talking about somebody that when that guy shows up the simcha you want to prepare more for them you Um, it, it somehow upgrades everything. A chash of a rov, a chash of a uncle, someone who hasn't been there. Like, do you remember the old Ralph Edwards show? This is your life, right? So you know, they would meet somebody and, and surprise him and then bring him into the studio and say, and here's someone you haven't seen since you were a young lad in Steubensville, Ohio. Don't you remember your fifth grade? great best friend who you got in trouble in the principal's office together and you guys had detention. Here he is, Mookie. And then the guy, I don't know if you remember this show, but then he would come out and then, oh, I haven't seen you with such a, oh, it's an incredible thing. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about somebody who's somehow special. Right. Marvin Bishvila Masim Chayoser. Because so of, we're not talking the guy down the street you never talk to and you just need to send him. That, that's right. It's got to be somebody... <laughs> Then that's Panam Chadoshos. So then it's the Bracha, Bracha Levatola, then? If you just bring in some random... Yeah, according to this opinion. Wow. Shemar bin Bishvilom Hasim Chayoser. Again, Panam Chadoshos ain't Kore. Yeah, the renew, you know, there was Mr. Blachik, the Shamus, that nobody talks to. No, it's got to be Bnei Odom, Shemar bin Bishvilom Hasim Chayoser. That... because of their aristocratic standing, because of their history with the family, because of the fact that they're Gedolei Torah, but the Simcha, because they're here, is greater. Otherwise, what right do you have to read to once again say these brachos? It's almost like you're saying it as if it's a redo. It's almost like, hey, it wasn't great. It was great, but now it's like we're doing it again. It's like you being here It's sort of like a brand new wedding because your presence and therefore we can somehow invoke the same things that we said already. Because basically the Simcha, listen to the Lamda, Sheila, the Simcha, the Bracha is going on this new addition that you bring to the table. This new thing that you bring, this new dynamic that upgrades this idea that you're here to honor this couple, that aspect is sort of bottled And zeroed in on and that's what you make the bro on but if it's basically somebody that you don't feel any greater simcha it's just sort of the same fallout from what's been happening in in the days earlier then you can't invoke the bro that's so, what, an argument to have less of a brochas because sometimes they, they get too much for people they're like the husband and car are like tired already okay so that's another good point 
that, that if it's you know, four, they, they want to get over with them. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's true. And that, that's been much more the prevalent uh, situation. Not when we were young, you know, we were young, we were just jostled around. Okay. Where are we going tonight? Right. right tonight you're going to your cousin, Sydney. Right, right. It's actually actually true. I did go, you know. In fact, <laughs> in fact, we came from Vancouver. Deborah and I were married in Vancouver, as you know, she's a Canadian. And as soon as the plane was delayed, you know, my father arranged over show him like the uh, you know, the, the the travel agent was able to get the cheapest flight possible, which had to stop like in Butte, Montana and you know, and then change to a propeller plane somewhere in, um, yeah, you know, yeah, somewhere yeah. over, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere yeah. over, somewhere over Kansas, we sort of like jumped from one plane to the other one. And then whatever it was, we got in late as it was like this cheap, you know, crazy for light. Yeah. And as soon as we got up the plane, we we're like an hour and a half, two hours late. Oh, they're waiting for you over there at cousin Sydney's house. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah to like, All right, let's go. Cause, oh, you know, and they were calling, where are they? Where are they? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, that was- but it wasn't as big a deal um, unless it's just in my mind. Wasn't as big a deal. It wasn't like it wasn't made into being another mini wedding. It wasn't a big deal. You're right, right. But 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 you definitely were uh, in a way. You know, it was in, it was it was incumbent on the young couple to attend, and they didn't have much choice about it. Right, you go where you're told. Right, I hear it. And th- I think there's been a pushback as far as that goes. Uh, I noticed it by my own, you know, my son, Achemi, and maybe, I don't know if you had it by Aaron and and, and, and his wife. If, yeah, yeah. But, yeah I, mean, I think there's a certain point that's gnoshing, you know. <laughs> yeah. so, so, you want the bracha, but without the hassle. <laughs> and, and, and again, really, we're bringing up is, is this a chiv? Right. Obviously, without the Panam Chadoshes, you can't. But if you do have the Panam Chadoshes lined up, are you Mechuyiv to do it? Right. Clearly, I mean, we talked about the purpose for it. If it's messages to the Chosen, if according to the Ritzvah, it's sharing, you know, the Simcha, the Chosen, and Kala. So, you know, can we force it upon them without them wanting it? Um, do we say we know what's better for you? It's sort of like in in Lahavdil uh, and Avelis, right? You know, right. we say the you know, okay, exactly whether you like it or not. Yeah, right. You're not you're not leaving the house. Well, I right. want to. I want to go out. No, no, you can't. We know better. So maybe right. in the same way, you need to have this. Clearly, though, if there's no meal, you know, and there's right. No- if there's no meal, what if you ran out of friends for the wedding? You know, like you don't have anyone else to make sure you, they were. It was all there and. There's no no new people, so you may not have a chiyuv to do it. It just have you happen to have a meal, or you wash, and there's ten people. Yeah, so if there are ten people around in the base chasan, and if there isn't if there isn't someone here that sort of like stirs, hey, that's like the wedding again, like Tosa says, then you wouldn't do it. Yeah. According to Rashi, if there's somebody new, I guess you would have the questions. Would you have? Is it a chiyuv or a rishus? That's really the question. Is it a chiv to do this to, to when you have this new person to do the Sheva Brachas? Possibly. Um, mm-hmm. Let's take a look further in Tosus. Shabbos to Chashvin and Panam Chadoshos. What about Shabbos? In other words, on Shabbos, um, you don't, and you talked yeah. about this yesterday, you know, Shabbos is the Kala for Klau Yisrael. So Shabbos, you don't need to have a new person. I'm reading Vagadah. Mizmer Shir Leo Mashabas. Amra Kodesh Barucho. Panam Chadoshas Bo Lakan. That's the Medrash. That what's the song of Shabbos? There's the Panam Chadoshas. Nemar Shira Hassan. 
Let's read it again. Panam chadashas bo lakan. No mar shira. No mar means let's sing. That's what Hashem says. Mizmer shuba yom shabbos. Oh, let's do shira. So, Tosfos is asking, well, what does that mean? Why does that call panam chadashos? in terms of a wedding, in terms of the Sheva Brochus. So Tosus answers, Hasam Nami Marbin Shabbos. Because it's different. Because even though we're in the wedding mode, but it's in the first Shabbos that we're married. And because Shabbos is here, we're doing more in terms of our Simcha and the Simcha and the Suda. So that really jives with this idea that, in other words, the halacha that Shabbos is Panam Chadashos lines up together with the idea that Panam Chadashas is someone who you would be marbe more because they're here. Shabbos obviously means more. Right. So the person during the weekday is sort of a symbol of Shabbos. Oh, I'm here. There's more food. There's more simcha. There's a greater sense that I'm around. It's Mookie from fifth grade. Whatever it is, that's uh, what happens on Shabbos. So Tosas, I think, has brought a good proof to his principle of Panam Chadashos. Um, okay, so since, you know, this is, again, we could, you know, think about uh, halachically, um, you know, I, I seem to remember when I did this sugya, I seem to remember a, 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 a the ritva. So as I remembered, there is quite a bit of a ritva here. And um, let's talk about these panam chadoshos that we uh, have seen. And So, if we read the Ritva together, that's a bit too large. Here we go. Pierce Rashi's al Panam Chadoshos, Shalohoyu Sham Kodam, okay. Right? That's what a Panam Chadoshos is. You weren't there before. Ulkaman Bishmaitan Amrin and Panam Chadoshos to Lohavi Taman Meikara. In fact, we're going to see later, we haven't gotten to that Gemara yet, that people who weren't here from before. And in many of the texts, you will see the more exact ones, you'll see it says that. So that's what Rashi is based on. Um, we find a similar thing when it comes to Avelos, the same principle, Panam Chadashas, the Ritva quotes, in Elu Magalchim, that's a parakamoi cotton that deals with Shiva. It says, in Bo Panam Chadashos, Cholets, Panam Chadoshos are here, so you respond to that. You now take your shoes off or whatever it is that's being taken off. So the Ritva shows a proof to Rashi that, you know, obviously it's not like a simcha or your marv, it's just somebody new. Um, someone new is coming to be Menachem or whatever it is. So you see that now, you know, there's a, a sense of showing that person and that person now sharing in the sense of death and the sense of pain, and now you take your thing or something off. And he says, uh, That's what it means um, when the person wasn't there. And it could be this was one of the Avelim, I think that is, who wasn't there, who came late. Anyway, that's what we can look that up. But the Ritva is correct. The term Panam Chadoshos is not unique to uh, Shevabrochus, it shows up in Avelis as well. 
Venira, the Koshul, Hayasham Bisha Simcha, Keshemavarchan Berchas Chasanim. Let's say the following. Um, let's say at the chuppah, the guy comes late. So he wasn't there when they made the Berchas Chasanim. Even though, like when they were dancing afterwards or whatever, so he could show up tomorrow and be part of Chadoshos. So even though he was part of the wedding, maybe he was even there at yesterday's Sheva Brachas, but he came in, like let's say, as you were saying before, after dessert, when they just cut, they got up to dance around the table, he's not called Panam he would be called Panam Chadoshos. In other words, he's taking Rashi that he weren't there yesterday to mean you weren't there when? You weren't there at the Shas of the Brocha because that's the ritual moment of the Simcha when those words are being said. He says, I've seen from my Rebbeim, I guess in Spain, who say, based on Rashi, that it means that the person wasn't there at all. It's got to be somebody who wasn't there in any way, shape, or form. Then with the added word, Aha! This goes to what my diatribe earlier, remember? <laughs> The Ritzvot says some of his Rebbeim say it's someone who wasn't there at all. And even though he's not eating anything here, he can still count. So this is sort of a source for bringing in the schlepper up the hall or across the road that we don't really like that much, but we need it. Ain said Nira Nochon, though. It doesn't seem correct. And, you know, now he's saying it on two levels. First of all, why does it have to be that the person wasn't there in any way, shape, or form? And secondly, how could it be that he's, that he doesn't even, he doesn't even take part in the eating? It's like, I've got a new face. You're not supposed to hurt people's feelings. How do you do a mitzvah? All you do? Yeah, yeah, right, you're right. But anyway, the question is, can you, does that give you the right to do the Shabbat Brachas? So according to these Rabbeim, of the Ritva, who are clearly influenced by Ketzasme Rabosenu, I don't know if they're his actual teachers or people that he respected from a different generation, but the point is, is that based on this Rashi, the whole point is you weren't here at all, now you are here. How am I here? You're here at the time. Did I eat anything? No, but you're here. You weren't here before. That's all you need. And then there seems to be something missing. So I'm not sure what the Acherim are writing, if they're trying to figure it out, but it seems like the Acherim hold um, even though they were there at the wedding, but I guess they weren't there for the Simcha afterwards, they might be Panam Chadoshas. That's a big, that's a big Kiddush. In other words, you have somebody, you know, sometimes you have people who show up at the wedding and they don't show up, they're not there for the reception. But you're saying that they were there during the Sheva Brachas at the Chuppah? 
It was here at the Sheva Brachos, the main Sheva Brachos at the Chuppah, right? They'll be considered Panam They would be called Panam Chadoshos because sort of the opposite of the, of the first opinion. Mm-hmm. First opinion says, were you here, have you ever heard Sheva Brachos for this couple before? Have you ever been in any Sheva Brachos situation before? No. Okay, you're good. Okay. And all you got to do is be here for the Sheva Brachos. You weren't here before, you're here now. Bracha. I didn't eat anything. You don't have to eat anything. You're here. We can make the bracha. That's the, the that's the, we've adopted the Rabbosainu of the ritual. He doesn't like that. There's another opinion that's sort of similar to that, but it's different and says, hmm, the main thing is I wasn't at the simcha. I wasn't at the party. I wasn't at the dancing. So I was at, yeah, I was there when they made the brachas, but I, I didn't really like, like zoom in on him afterwards. I didn't really take part in any sort of dancing. I wasn't there for the meal. So that would also be, according to the Acherim, you could use them as Panam Chadoshas. Um, now the Ritva goes on. Ein Panam Suda. This gets into the other point that we said. Do you need to make do the Sheva Brachos? There's no Chiyav, even though you have Panam Chadoshos. In other words, that's Panam Chadoshos. Whenever the Ritzvah seems to say, you're only Panam Chadoshos if you are brand new, according to Rashi, and it doesn't make a difference where you were. Um, whether you were here when we ate, when we were here when we didn't eat, that means you were part of it. Which again, we would have to look at Masech from to see. I think that's what the Ritva is saying. He's, 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 he's a literalist like Rashi, and he believes, you don't split hairs. Okay, I was here yesterday. Okay, you don't count. But I wasn't here when we did the Sheva Brachas. Yeah, okay. Now, you still, uh, we need somebody who wasn't here, and uh, that would be the the idea. That's interesting. It's like a kiddish. In other words, what was the minig of Sheva Brachas in Spain? The, in the morning, like they would be, you know, with the chasen and kala, um, and you'd have ten people. And I don't know if the ten, I guess the ten people are there at night is too, but that would be done not after benching, but before the meal. Now it could be it's koda masuda in the morning too. Depends how you read this. And I can read it like this. And then Kota Masud is going on everything. So this would be interesting in opinion. You know, we take it for granted. It's done after benching. But maybe it's sort of like a kiddish, right? It's sort of like a kiddish with, uh, to start the meal off. That's what it sounds like. Because otherwise, Sheila, I can't think of a difference between your morning meal and your evening meal. So 
Koda Masuda logically doesn't seem to be more connected to the evening than it does to the morning. So therefore, I'm assuming that this opinion says you do it before the meal. Okay, which is obviously not the custom. Now, this is a different opinion altogether. I think now I'm going back to what we saw before with the Acherim. You know, today we sort of have an idea a wedding has two Sheva Brochusen, right? Technically. Under the Chuppah and then at Benching. Right? The Ritva seems to be a zero-sum option that it only happens once. The Acherim say that you do Birchas Chasanim at the chuppah, even though immediately after the chuppah you have the reception, but the benching afterwards doesn't have the Sheva brachas because you already, it's all an extension of what you did before. And maybe that's the reason why we sort of do something similar. That's why the Rabbi Seinu of the Ritva did something similar, you know, in the week of Simcha. It was like Me'ain, what happened the day of the chuppah. We did the Sheva Brachas like to begin and sort of like that was like a Kiddush. And then we then we retired or to the uh, reception area, etc. So that's really what goes on at every Sheva Brachas. We start the meal with sort of like a recreation of the Chuppah. That makes sense. We don't do it that way, but you can see the logic involved. Um. So then the Ritva says, our minute today is we don't do the bracha when everyone is there watching the chuppah, right? It only happens. So there isn't this under the chuppah, call everybody and make the, and call everybody up and give them one of the brachas. Because the simcha part is only later. So this is a very interesting issue that has come up now. When you do the Sheva Brachas, we do it twice. Yeah. The Ritva's assumption is it was only done once. And the question was when. He says, our minute has changed from the way it used to be. Well, is it because they had the Brachas... Um you know, the condition and the suin were separated by time, and then maybe things just morphed into a different structure? Yeah, well, yeah. That might, be, that might be part of it. I, it would seem that, you know, we sort of have this idea, you know, that we have, I mean, you're onto something, but I wouldn't put it in the exact way you did. The fact that we, 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 we graft the Arison onto the condition. It's true, but I think it's more the fact that we have this sense of a separation between I came for the chuppah and then you have the reception. In fact, we even invite people in such a way. Right. There are people that are only invited for the for the shmorg and the chuppah, right? And then they leave. And yeah. more often and often that's the case. Um, I, I, again, remember in Europe and, and in the time of Chazal, we didn't have such a big place, didn't have so many people, and it was definitely much more organic. So the Ritva is correct that the Simcha part 
happens at the Suda. And therefore, which, 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 which follows immediately, there's no picture taking and there's no big break between the, the chuppah and this, right? So basically what happens is, is that you go straight into the Suda. So the question is, okay, the Suda is happening. When do we do the, the brachos? So the brachos happens during the Suda. I don't even know if it happens after benching. Maybe, okay, now that we're here together, and now we've got the musicians, and we've got the, the, the duck, and all the other great food coming. And so now we're going to do the, um, the brachos. That's what it sounds like. So basically, he again agrees that if you were already there and you heard the brachos, whenever the brachos were there, you don't count as ponam chadoshos. This is then near when they heard the brachos. That's really, again, goes back to the original point, who counts as Panam Chadoshos. But in the meantime, this discussion about what's considered Panam Chadoshos has given us, wow, like a discovery we didn't expect. When do we do it? Do we do, like, we just assume, yeah, like at a wedding, it's once or twice, you see that's not that way at all, that, the, that there was a whole discussion about it. Is it at the chuppah? Is it after... Is it before uh, the meal? Is it during the meal? The kol shuhu ponim chadoshos avabishabo acharasuda lochol sham. And if you are ponim chadoshos and you didn't eat, but you're here now, but you haven't made the bracha, so we do let you mivarachin bishvilo because of him. We do make birchas chasanim. So he does agree. So what I said before, the Ritvo wasn't happy about it. Ein zenira nochon. When he wrote here, that you can't be somebody who has never been here in any way, shape, or form. That's who we make the Sheva brachas for. When the Ritvo says, Ein zenira nochon, he means that's too strict. You could have somebody who was who happened to come in for dancing the night before, but as long as um, he did not hear the brochos yet, you can do it again. That's the sheet of the ritva. Now, um, let's finish off here. We have two more paragraphs, I think. Um, actually, there's actually a big third one as well. <laughs> Let's see what we can do. Vinago Catalonia in Spain. So this is an interesting thing. Now, 
we talked yesterday, if you remember, in our halacha class, the difference between, or two days ago, between the Sephardim and Ashkenazim in terms of wearing big day Shabbos, that even the Ashkenazim were very machmer originally not to wear big day Shabbos during the uh, during the, the nine days, would they would allow the chosan to wear it because the chosan on the before his chasna. And I mentioned how the Sephardim have the minig, of course, the, the Shabbos of the, uh, after the Chasna. So it's Shabbos and the man has been married that week and you've gone to the Beis HaKnesses and it's your, oh, it's the Chasna. He's like the king of the Shabbos. So what do we do? The Chasna goes with everybody else and the Kala is taken also into the throng of people. And then what do they do? They bring the Kala to the place where they did the wedding, even though they've already made that bracha ready for her at the time of the wedding. And even they made that bracha yesterday. But that was the minag, like a big Shabbos celebration for the couple who were married during the week. So why did they do that? Why do they like bring the kala and then bring her to the place of the chuppah and then someone gets up there and starts making all these brachas again? Why did they do that? Some chulahen. The reason why, because there's probably definitely, you know, this is the whole town. The whole town didn't come uh, to, the, to, to, to all the events. There's probably some guy here who's part of the Shabbos throng who wasn't there yesterday. The P Suda. Nobody's eating anything. And Mekachlum. It doesn't have to be the type of the Suda to make the Sheva Brochas. Sheva Brochas can be before the Suda, it can be in the middle of the Suda, it can be after the Suda. The Ritva holds. So this was an interesting minute again that we saw in Spain of like the throng of Shabbos. But the Svara they gave was because they're still into Rashi that there's definitely somebody here who probably wasn't around in any way, shape, or form, because it's Shabbos when everybody's out in the public. Tosvas, though, Ritva knows, says that it has another way to to justify this Catalonian minute based on the Shabbos itself. The Shabbos, as the Medrash says, that when Shabbos comes, God says, let's... Umru, in other words, you have a different girsa here. Umru lifanai shira. At Shabbos, the Spanam Chadasha, sing in front of me, you Jewish people, sing a Shira. So Shabbos is the Spanam Chadashas. But Tosvis also says, Ein kari Spanam Chadashas elokeshabol shamanam chashab lovitaman meikara ovesim zbishvilo, which is not like the sheet of Rashi. So in other words, the Ritva, if you if you look at this liter in a literary way or analytically. Um, he brings in the Tosfos in order to justify the Catalonian minag. But now that he's brought in Tosfos, he, you know, um, honesty means he needs to actually present the opinion in its whole. And it stands in opposition to the sheet of Rashi, that as long as you have some new schlepper, that's good enough. And no, it's got to be someone in Odom Choshev. You can see how Tosfos adds the word Odom Choshev. Uh, the Ritva adds, the Lovitaman Mikara. If we go to the words of the Tosvas itself that we looked at before, we see the words are 
b'nei odom shemarben b'shvilam hasim chayoser, right? Without the word choshev, but it's got to be an odom choshev. The lo avitamon meikara sheroi laharbo simcha b'shvilo. A little bit of uh, you're not going to be happy with this, uh, maybe. Ishalav bas hachihi, but some woman, right? You've got uh, you've got our Miss Brooks. <laughs> you bring in Eve Arden, who was the, her teacher, um, you know, growing up. Has to be somebody who can be one of the ten, like by Boaz, who represents Berchas Chasanim. So even though you have a special woman who's here, that doesn't count. Um, um, yeah, so that is... Again, that's related to the Ada, correct? Right. In other words, they have to represent the 10 who are part of the the, the, the bracha. Let's just do one more thing here since he's quoting Tosvas. Okay. So this is, I guess, an earlier Tosvas. Sheyom now which means Ponim Chadoshos is so important that even if they came that night, let's say you had Ponim Chadoshos on the third night, hey, it's great. Muki is here. Muki's not here tomorrow, but you're still happy about Muki, and even though he's not there, because it's the day he came. So, in other words, Muki comes Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, you're still doing the, the Sheva Brochus even though he's not there because it's like a whole day. It's like, it's like a wedding day when he comes. So since he came in that calendar day, so therefore the same way, let's say the first, let's say you got married that night. So that would be considered the first day. You don't need someone, you don't need Panam Chadoshos, right? In other words, let's say you get married that night. So the next morning, you don't need Panam Chadoshos, according to this. Because it's all part of the same day. That's an, he says, Even though they're still here. And that's not like the first day. Because the first day gets a brocha just because it's the first day. But Panam Chadoshos later, it's not like, you know, so here we see how this topic of Panam Chadoshos really leads to a very interesting uh, aside, not only about Panam Chadoshos, but in general, all about these various wedding customs and, 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 and customs through the wedding and beyond. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.